So I'm going to turn down Suraj's mic just a little bit because uh, she was peeking. Um, okay, cool. She's now at 50 before she was at 55. Okay, actually, this is perfect. All right, keep, uh, and three, two, one. This episode is sponsored by Patreon.com Stereos. Patreon.com Stereos. If you're liking, if you're liking, if you're liking what you're what you're hearing, what you're hearing, you got to go on over to Patreon.com Stereos. We got we got there's so much bonus content. You can subscribe for just two dollars, I think. Two dollars gets you over 30, 30 hours of content. You can find two dollars in your couch. Come on, just do it. Just give me your money. Come on, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. Come on, it's fine. It's fine. You can't. Have, you don't have two dollars. What kind of person are you that you don't have two dollars? You're in your thirties. Come on, your parents want grandkids. Two dollars. You must have two dollars lying around somewhere. Oh, come on, come on. <laughs> if you're over the age of fifteen, you have two dollars a month. <laughs> I guarantee it. Just look, look at, look under the, look under, look under the, look under the, look under the TV. Look, look in, in the bed. The pants pockets you wore out when you were drunk, you can find two dollars. If a two dollars gets you, gets you, gets you tons of bonus content, fifteen, fifteen dollars gets you access to the live video feed. You want to listen to the pre-show banter? A lot of times, it's better than the actual show. Today, I think it is. <laughs> fifteen dollars. What are you going to spend fifteen dollars on? That won't get you any weed. That'll get you. That'll get you maybe. Two drinks, and you're gonna feel shitty the morning. You could what, what are you gonna spend it on? You could go out to a bar. You could get two beers. You're not gonna get laid. We both know you're not gonna get laid. So just just give give me your money instead. Come on, it'll be fine. Just give give yourself pleasure for your ears. It'll be good. Patreon.com/slash/stereos. How are you guys doing? Take your time. I'm gonna dick around on my phone. <laughs> good. Good. You guys follow Hard Rock Nick on <laughs> Instagram because if you don't, please fucking do it. I don't even know how I stumbled upon this guy. Somebody was posting him. There's a, I think, secret something awful Facebook group, and they're always posting this guy. His Hard Rock Nick's whole shtick is he. I don't know what what his deal is, but he pretends to be super super rich, and he's like, I have a private chef who's always making me food, but then he will post pictures of just disgusting meals like <laughs> covered in fat and grease. Like, he was like, I had my private chef whip me up an omelet and it looked like it's this barely cooked. <laughs> He's also got a very funny beard and eyelash extensions. So yeah, no, follow, follow Hard Rock Nick. He's great. What has Russell Greer been doing? I haven't been keeping up with his shenanigans. Is he still on Twitter? Check out his Twitter. He has, his Twitter is something flaming red piano, I think. Do you guys see that he gave some guy a handy in exchange for going to... Yeah, I'm not making this up. He gave some dude a hand job in exchange for a ride to a cat house in Nevada. I don't know how fucked up you have to be to want a hand job from Russell's little T-Rex hands, but... Then the land of the free and the home of the brave. Hey, you guys know that change.org does nothing, right? These petitions. <laughs> no one <laughs> gives a shit. You guys remember when everybody was like, donate $1 to build the border wall? They got like $200,000 or something. <laughs> you think that's going to even cover one brick? <laughs> the way the government spends money? Asterios, hurry, I'm going into libertarian theory. <laughs> I'm, well, I mean, the real fucking problem with that was that the guy just... 
The guy bought a boat with all that money. Did he really? Yeah. The wow. Guy, the guy like opened up a, ch- a quote charity called like Build the Wall Enterprises. Of course he did. And then he uh, bought a boat. <laughs> well, there you go. The great justice. Justice for everyone who fucking donated to that shit. Are you ready? Yes. All right. Cool. I have, a, have a sipper. Sorry. And then we'll do a clipper. And then we'll do a clapper. Don't talk to me before I had my coffee. <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. It's the show where two weird comedians discuss incredibly normie topics. I'm your host, Asterios Kobidos. With me, as always, is Sarancha. I feel good today. You do? Yeah. You, If you don't mind, you look exceptionally cozy today. For, uh, for our listeners at home, Sarancha is all bundled up in an orange anime character cloak from the television show Himoto Umaru-chan. The Nipponese animation. <laughs> Himoto Umaru-chan. Uh, what, why don't you tell, can you tell us a little bit about Himoto Umaru-chan? Uh, Himoto Umaru-chan is a TV show about a little bitch tits, a high school girl named Umaru, who, okay, so the word Himoto is like a, like a, it's a combination. Oh God! How do I explain this in English? It's a combination of the word for dead fish and then the word for little sister. What I, I it starts with? It's like himo or something, and then emoto. And emoto is little sister. And the first word means like a woman who's disgusting. Like dead fish also mean means woman who's disgusting. I'm not remembering this 100% correct. I mean, it's like a slang term. Okay. It's not like one of those it's not like one of those words that means two has two different meanings. No, no, totally understood. Like uh like you know, in America we'd say lazy bones, but we don't literally mean a non-motile skeleton which refuses employment. <laughs> it's like it's like a woman, a woman who doesn't care about personal hygiene. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think that's the best way to trans explain it. Okay, yeah. Himoto Umaru-chan is about this little cartoon girl who all she wants to do is lay around all day, play video games, eat potato chips, <laughs> and drink cola. And uh, now, traditionally, Sarancha will pronounce the word cola like they pronounce it in the show. Cora. <laughs> I argue that it's racist and I ask her not to do it, but I guess she's just leaped right to it. But potato is fine. <laughs> yes, it is. Potato is fine because in America, we haven't yet seized upon the potato part of the, the Japanese language. But we've been, we've been fucking up their R's since the movie The Christmas Story. Did you know? Wait, where in the word cola is there an R? There... Shouldn't be. Oh. But in America, by the way, this is now the second episode in a row where we have dissected Americans making fun of Asians speaking. For example, in the movie A Christmas Story, there is a group of uh, of uh, uh, Asian men trying to sing fa la 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 Oh, that's hysterical. I remember that. But uh, they don't. They, they sing in a, a different way. But they're Chinese, right? I thought the R thing was a Chinese. 
I'm being too nuanced. <laughs> you are being too nuanced about racism. Yes, you okay. are being too nuanced about it. And then, of course, it takes back even farther just very quickly <laughs> uh, in the movie uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, which like is the, I think is the first movie you could jerk off to because it has like what's her name? Holly Golightly. It's like Holly went heavily on the makeup and lighting and like. Yeah, I think it was like the first time guys were just got kicked out of the theater for jerking off. They probably had to make laws about how you can't jerk off theaters. What the fuck is that movie even about? It's about, it's kind of like the TV show Green Acres. It's about a girl who comes from like farm country and she's just like a country girl, but she wants to move to the big city and, and like become like a big star. And she does and she gets like, it's like maybe the first or most important like use of the, like, whoa, we, we took we took off her glasses and took took her hair out of a ponytail and she's hot. And so, uh, what's her name? Uh, I forget the name of the actress who plays Holly Golightly. Audrey Hepburn. Uh, yeah, Audrey. I, I, I don't think that's it. Wait, I think it actually is it. I think you're absolutely right. Yeah, or is her sister's Catherine. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so Audrey Hepburn uh, goes to the city, finds a rich guy, becomes super hot, like... um. And then I think at the end she realizes that she had more fun on the farm or something. Oh, so she fucks off back to the farm? I think I don't remember it. I don't, I don't remember a ton of it. The only thing I really remember from Breakfast at Tiffany's is is Mickey Rooney plays a crazy Japanese upstairs neighbor who's always <laughs> like, "Oh, Mrs. Lightly," but it's uh. still, but he can't say the L in Mrs. Lightly. You look lovely today, but he can't say the L in lovely. Mickey Rooney's crazy Japanese upstairs neighbor for Breakfast at Tiffany's has a lot of L-heavy dialogue, mm. almost a contrived amount. Maybe it's intentional, but no. who knows? Who knows? <laughs> uh, the only thing I remember about that movie is when I was in high school, there was a group of annoying girls who were really, really into... No, it wasn't annoying girls, it was Lauren Conrad. Lauren Conrad yep. published a bunch of articles was like, I get my style inspiration from... Uh, old movies and books, and I like Breakfast at Tiffany and The Great Gatsby. I was like, Great Gatsby's about a guy killing himself. <laughs> yeah. like, I love the 20s fashion of The Great Gatsby. I was like, there is no references to clothing in this book. <laughs> no, there's not. Like, also... I get my twenties fashion from the one book from the twenties they made us all read in the New York in the New York State. Uh, I, I mean, in uh, in in high school. And this was before the movie, so don't try to fuck me on that. <laughs> I was just thinking the same thing. This was before the movie. Um, yeah, they are back now, and I'm telling you right because the Hills is back. You've heard the Hills is back. Is it what you didn't know this with the. Yes! They're old as fuck now. That doesn't make any sense. The whole th- I figured your phone must have blown up or you... Maybe maybe that's why you've been getting like that tingling sensation in your brain. And not just the alcohol, lack of sleep, and drug use. The hills are coming back. The hills are coming back. The whole cast is back. And the tagline is, can you guess what the tagline is? Uh, we're old as fuck now, so we can't be interns anymore. <laughs> no, it's, the rest is still unwritten. 
Oh, that's the opening theme of the. Feel the feel the rays on your skin. I don't know, pa pa boo boo boo. pa 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 I never watched that show. <laughs> Two a.m. Breathe the rain on your skin. I'm sorry. What were you saying? I tried so. That's one of those things that I tried so hard to get into, but I just couldn't because uh, Spencer, because Heidi Montag was so freaking irritating, and Spencer's creepy flesh color beard freaked me out. You didn't get into the hills. No, I bet if I watched it now, though, I would like it. You're the only girl I've ever talked to your age that does not like the hills. I, I think that I that was one of the shows I was not allowed to watch. Oh. I told you, you remember, I have like a crater in my brain where pop culture knowledge should be. <laughs> no, no, no. That's a good point. Yeah. Just for new listeners, Sriracha's parents were super, her mom was super religious. Yeah. And we were not allowed to watch television and most movies. So I, but except anime. Anime is fine though, because cartoons are for kids. Logic. <laughs> I think you got, I honestly think you got the better card out of this deal i have something i want to ask you then sure just triggered something that we were talking about last night uh do you have anything else to say about the hills though because this is off topic no not if if you don't know it because i don't know anything about the hills all i know is this about the hills anytime with a group of female co-workers all i have to do is go the hills is back and then they will all talk for 45 minutes i'll just be like "Uh Mm uh-huh mm-hmm uh-huh i'm included I'm popular and included. Oh, my God. I felt that way uh, a couple weeks ago. I went out for bl- brunch with my only female friend. And it's at some point, the click came up. Do you remember that shit? The click? Dude. Oh, God. Yes. 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 I sit around my entire life waiting for new people that I can introduce to the click. Okay. Get ready. Okay. Ready for this. The Click was a series of books written when I was in middle school. They were coming out and they were written by a lady who used to write for MTV and they were objectively maybe the worst series of children's book or teen tween girl books ever fucking written but let me tell you when i was in middle school i was obsessed with these books the books are about a girl named massey block who is like her school her middle school's uh most popular girl in school and a she's richer than god like she lives on a thousand acre mansion they have a drive it's it's comic it's almost funny unintentionally hilarious how rich she is they have a driver that just drives their sixth grade daughter around like i had her beck and call in a limousine she's got all these designer clothes uh and they name the designers so i didn't know this as a kid but probably there's some brand partnerships going on in there and the whole plot of the first book is this girl who's poor named Claire moves into her guest house because I guess Massey's dad and Claire's dad were buddies in college and Claire's dad fell on some rough times. So the guy's like, why don't you move into our guest house? You could live here for free. And the whole (laughs) series is about Massey bullying Claire for being poor and her uh, friends, her friends group consists of Alicia, who is just a vehicle for race jokes, not race jokes, but racial references. Like, I think there is literally a mariachi band at one of Alicia's birthday parties in the series. Uh, Dylan, whose mother is like a television, uh, like a what, what, like a view XP host. 
who is constantly just bitching about her weight and everyone calls her fat. And they made this into a movie. The actress that plays her is not fat, like by any stretch of the imagination. And but Chris, do they still keep the fat references, even though the actress is not fat? Yes. Okay, I will look this up. Please keep talking. And finally, Kristen. And Kristen's whole thing is Kristen is really, really good at sports. And you find out halfway through the series that Kristen is also fucking poor and going to the uh, private school on a scholarship. And at some point, they get expelled just for being such fucking belligerent assholes. Man, one of these books that really sticks in my brain is one called Invasion of the Boy Snatchers, which is when Alicia's cousin Nina comes from Spain. And there are so many references to how big her tits are. Let me allow me to remind you that these girls, I think, are in like seventh grade at this point. And they're talking about, like, how uh, she had her boobs done, how Nina had her tits done. There's another girl named Olivia who is, like, one of their rivals who has a nose job that they reference a lot. Wait a minute. This sounds incredibly offensive. It's like, to have uh, 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 all these references to, like, a teenager's butt size. What's the name of this character again with the big, with the with the larger breasts? Nina, I think her last name was seriously Garcia. Nina from the <laughs> click? Well, this is just, this is, this is horrific. Uh, this is... You're not going to find it because she no. wasn't in the movie. Oh, I found something, though. Would you? Nina Dobrev. Even better. Better Nina. I love Nina Dobrev. Nina Dobrev is the hot girl that played... Remember that awful video game about robot racism that we played a long yes. time ago? Nina Dobrev plays the Malcolm X-style uh, girl who's just like, humans will never understand anything except violence. That's Nina Dobrev. Wow. Okay, now I'm just going to look at more pictures of Nina Dobrev. Okay, young adult... Look, these mo- these books do sound pretty rough. But isn't young adult fiction kind of supposed to be a little bit bad? Otherwise, why would kids read it? Like, references to sex, you know, references to this character having developed earlier and having bigger boobs, bullying. Like, aren't young adult novels where you're supposed to, like, explore these things and then hopefully learn to not do them? I mean, yeah, and I guess, like, the only argument you could make was at least I was reading. But, like, gossip... <laughs> gossip Girl was a series of books, too, and they were pretty good. Gossip... I read the Gossip Girl series. You read all the Gossip Girl books? A lot of it. Okay, I heard that it turns out the Gossip Girl was a boy. Yeah, it was Dan. Oh, see? I knew it! The moment I heard that there was a series called Gossip Girl, and we didn't know who the Gossip Girl was, the first thing I said is, I bet it's a boy. Because if you want to throw people off your scent, you name yourself the girl, baby! Gossip Girl! He's a boy! Gossip Boy! Now I know who that is. That's Dan. Gossip Girl? That could be Emily, that could be Mina, could be Angela, it could be Nina. And as I continue, they're only getting sweeter. Ba-da-da-ba-da-bop. Ba-da-da-da-ba-ba-ba-bop. 
a mambo ba ba da bop ba da 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 bop ba da 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 bop a little bit of Emily could be the gossip girl a little bit of Sandra could also be the gossip girl a little bit of Nina could be the girl a little bit of Tina could be the gossip girl at some point a little bit of Sandra in the sun writing gossip a little bit of Candy all night long up on her blog logging a little bit of Jessica here she is could she be the gossip girl a little bit of Dan makes me the gossip girl I know the gossip I gossip about stop, all the girls stop 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 oh so how we started was I wanted to ask you I wanted to ask you by the way none of those people you named are actually characters in I don't think any of those characters I named are actually characters in the song Mambo Number Five. They're not. <laughs> Wait, can you name all the characters? Uh, and, and let's take a break. And let's get your topic. Can you name all the characters in Mambo Number Five? Jessica, Sarah, Nina, Angela, and Nina. And as I continue, they're only getting sweeter. I don't. Remember can you imagine names. being Angela? It's like Jessica, da, 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 Angela, and Don't Nina. Don't sing anymore, please. I won't sing anymore. And then you go like, "Oh, hey, I made the list." And then he goes, "And as I continue, they're only getting sweet." And you're like, "What the fuck?" Monica, I think Monica was one of them. Okay, I'm pulling up the entire list. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mambo number five lyrics, and then we will continue with your. We will continue with the thing you have to talk about. Yeah. Okay, Monica. Uh, okay, here we go. Uh, uh, Angela, Pamela, Sandra, and Rita. And as I continue, they're only getting sweeter. <laughs> Fuck you! I'm Pamela! Lou, we slept together! Lou, we shared a moment! Lou, we were dancing the mambo, and then things got hot and heavy. We went back to Casa de Vega. This is a weird episode. <laughs> and then, uh, okay... Uh, to me, flirting is just like a sport. Anything fly. It's all good. Let me, quote, dump it, meaning his semen. Ew. Let me dump it. Please set it in the trumpet. Let me put my dick in your butthole. In your trombone. In your <laughs> trumpet. I mean, they're bo- actually, they're both belled brass instruments. This is a sex crime, Lou. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jump up and down and move it all around. Shake your head to the sound. Put your hand on the ground. Okay. Oh, God. Please stop. Please. Take one step left and one step right. I'm having One to the front and one to the side. Clap your hand once and clap your hands twice. This is not a dance. Oh, I'm going to try to do it real quick. Jump up and down. Move it all around. Shake your head to the sound. I'm shaking my head. Put your hand on the ground. Take one step left. One step right, one to the front, one to the side, clap your hands once, and clap your hands twice. What? Can you describe what I'm doing? Simon didn't say take your hand off the ground. <laughs> terrible, terrible, <laughs> Lou. Terrible, terrible, terrible. I can see where the first four Mambos failed. Anyway, we'll be right back with the thing that Sriracha was trying to set up right after this. <laughs> Welcome back to the loudest podcast, the loudest podcast on the internet. Before we continue, just want to let you know we got a couple of live tour dates coming up. We are going, uh, you can buy tickets to these tour dates on my Twitter. It's the pinned tweet at twitter.com slash Asterios. Uh, We are going to be in Orlando on Friday, July 26th. That's at the end of the month. And in Miami on Saturday, July 27th. 
Uh, Sriracha will be at both shows. Yes, I will. And you can buy tickets. Again, you just go to twitter.com slash stereos and Patreos get a discount code. If you're a Patreon and you forgot the discount code, just uh, DM me or text me at 347-705-7617. Again, uh, my phone number is 347-705-7617. Just text me and I'll give you the code. Um, but actually, speaking of Twitter... Uh, something's happening on Twitter, right? Oh, yeah. Garfield eats blocked me on Twitter, finally. I must have pissed them off. First of all, uh, the, we, what 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 did it? What dealt the final blow? I noticed that they're also blocking. Uh, if you have ever interacted with one of my Garfield eats tweets, check 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 to see if you're blocked. Okay. Because I've noticed that they are blocking a lot of people. All right. I'm going to go to Garfield eats app at Garfield eats app. <laughs> no, no, it's it's funny. I'm... <laughs> I'm not blocked, I guess. <laughs> I can uh, I can read their tweets uh, with ease. You know, okay, almost. why don't you read the one that they tweeted that was like, our food does not make you bloat? Yes. Oh, my God. They're definitely... That's not true. Like, that's... <laughs> yes. <laughs> that's that possible, right? <laughs> that is a... Yes. On July 3rd, 2019, Garfield Eats made a medical claim... In their Twitter, uh, it says, our farm two plate, number two, of course, ingredients are natural, hence doesn't cause bloating. You can eat as much as you want and you won't feel bloated, except for Garfield, who can't stop eating, which right away, that's confusing. You can eat as much as you want and you won't feel bloated, except for Garfield, who will feel bloated because he can't stop eating, which means you can't eat. As much as you want. Yeah, so I quote tweeted that. I was like, you need to delete this. You're going to get sued or something like yes. that. Whatever the Canadian FDA is. And Yeah, and that's what gave, gave me the choppy choppy. I think it's called the competition board or something stupid in Canada. Okay. And there is a picture of Garfield here with his hand on his stomach. And he says, he's thinking the phrase, except for me, I can't stop eating, which is... I mean, that's it's already in the post copy. We don't also need it in the visual. They're so bad at this. They're so fucking bad. I've been communing with a guy who actually ate at Garfield Eats. Would you like to hear his review that he sent me? Um, actually, just be- before we get to that, um, the reason the food will cause bloating, no matter how natural it is, is that it's covered in cheese. It's fucking food. You eat too much food and you feel bloated. That's how this works. But salt and dairy also create bloating. So when you're eating pizza, which has salt and cheese on it, it doesn't matter if the cheese came from like an organic cow that like was named at birth and went to college and like has a trust fund and is pet to sleep every night like it doesn't matter how organic your cheese is it's cheese it's gonna cause bloating that's how cheese works our customers tell us and we listen our food does not cause blood um (laughs) yes exactly because nobody can afford to uh, fill their stomachs with your food because you're charging fucking 25 Canadian dollars for a pizza. Which and is it's like, not a very big pizza. No, oh, we'll get to that. That's okay. guy's oh, review. Oh, oh, now, okay, Sriracha, please take it away. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, no, it's okay. Uh, so this is from FredFlinstone.jpg, which is the guy from that video, that viral video. Fuck you, whore. We like Fortnite. We like Fortnite. We like Fortnite. Have you never seen that? What? Uh, okay, let me show you this. Hang on. This guy is like, he's got a lot of Twitter followers. 
So his claim to fame is this this vine. Okay. Fuck you, whore! We like Fortnite! 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 Fuck you, whore! We like Fortnite! You get it? Wait. We like Fortnite! We like Fortnite! I want to keep watching this. I'm not kidding. We like Fortnite! We fucking love Fortnite! I'm not kidding. I want to keep watching this. And then he just casually turns off his camera. I love that. Who is this guy? This is Fred Flintstone.jpg. Can we have him on the show? We should. He's That's the funniest. We like Fortnite. We like Fortnite. So this dude actually went to the Canadian Open of Garfield. So I was like, hey, are you memeing or did you actually try their food? Because if you actually did try their food, can you send me like your review of it? Mm. So here's what he had to say. At Garfield Eats app, wasn't quite the experience I had anticipated for months. The fries weren't salted. They were retrofitted with garlic to make the fries even spicier than they were supposed to be. I did ask for salt, but it didn't stop me from noticing they had garlic in them. The pizza had a cheap, low-quality feel and look to it. It was in the shape of Garfield, but my God, $25 Canadian for a pizza with fries? The pizza itself isn't even large. It's medium size. I get that it's in the shape of Garfield, but come on, man. I've seen pizzas as big as my dick. <laughs> That's big. I get that it's their first day of operation and I shouldn't go too harsh on them, but my God, did I wait long enough for my Garfield pizza? They told me 10 minutes, but it ended up being a, almost a fucking hour. Jesus Christ. Sure, I get that it's opening day and all, and I get that their items are meant to make people less fat, but Garfield himself is fatter than Fred Flintstone. Garfield's fat for a damn reason, and that's because he eats a lot of junk food. The idea for a Garfield-themed restaurant isn't necessarily a bad idea, but when you don't do fast food with Garfield, it basically loses loses the meaning of a fat cat i'm not trying to lose weight i'm here to gain weight god damn it i'm here to be like garfield i want to eat a goddamn burger with salted fries my disappointment could not be more high right now Honestly, I expected junk, but instead we got this healthy bullshit instead. For now, I'm sticking to Uber Eats. For now, my score for this restaurant is a 6.8 out of 10. Could have been more fast food if it was half worth it. I'm sorry. I love this guy. So uh, then he gets a message after because he tagged Garfield Eats in this Instagram post. Excellent. Oh, this was public. Yes. Oh, this is great. So he gets a message from the Garfield Eats that says, we're sorry to hear you were disappointed. It is our first day and we experienced large volume of deliveries, which allowed us to sell out and shut down earlier than expected. Please show this code at counter for pickup only for fresh second try. Free skinny fries and Garfield six inch free pizza with there's a code. And then, of course, it's from Karen, the community manager. And he responds back, fuck your pizza, Uber Eats gang. And then they blocked him. Garfield Eats is now on Uber Eats. You, I saw that. What the fuck is the point of the app? <laughs> I don't. I mean, this is... The first positive business move they have made. True. Since opening the business. Clearly, clearly Nathan found like a something that we didn't know we needed, which was a Garfield themed restaurant. Then he started fucking up poop swastikas, the the food, the no salt (laughs) on the fries, like the food's not very good. Granted, granted, granted. But their app is terrible. It's awful. And just like Sarasha said a couple episodes ago, there is no way it keeps your data secure. Absolutely no way it keeps your data secure. Also, another thing that Sarasha said a couple of days ago, 
hey, Garfield Eats, make sure that you hire drivers and buy them some sort of unified fleet insurance because when they're driving around delivering Garfield-shaped pizzas, if they run over a kid, you're going to have to pay that, fa- that kid's family. Uber Eats, take, they, they take care of all the insurance, all the fleet insurance. They take care of all the drivers. They take care of all the vehicles. All they do is send a dude over to pick up this Garfield-shaped slop and then drive <laughs> it over to someone's slop hole. <laughs> <laughs> and then they feed it to you while gently touching your hair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, so apparently, mm-hmm. oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I, oh, no, I was up. just going to read the, the the tweet is dash 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 Canadian flag Canadian flag Canadian flag dash 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 Garfield eats embraces all food mobile apps as a quick mobile restaurant and what. Oh, Quick Mobile. Okay, thank God. Not Quick Service. Oh, okay. As a Quick Mobile restaurant and now delivers with at Uber Eats in Toronto. However, download Garfield Eats Canada to collect the paws, use G-codes, and be engaged. Still download Garfield Eats app. Dot, 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 dot. Hashtag engaging. What are you doing with this? Why would I download the app now if I could just get it from Uber Eats? Why are you promoting Uber Eats? A piece of advertising is allowed to have one key message. One, download our app or find us on Uber Eats. Don't release an ad that's like Uber Eats is great, but we're great too. But we embrace all all apps, but our app's the best. We've got pause. We're entergaging. Also, they're saying be entergaged on the Garfield Eats app, which is client, which makes the explicit claim that the Uber Eats app is not entergaging. Well, why would I want to use an app that's not entergaging? That's like if McDonald's was like, now finally you can buy McDonald's food at Burger King. <laughs> Why would I ever go to McDonald's again? <laughs> yes. Oh, so um, he also told me. So I was asking questions like, "How did the app work? How did the uh, how did the opening go?" Apparently, they are literally right across the road from another chain pizza restaurant, Pizza Pizza, which I guess is a Canadian like a Domino's type of deal. And he said, and to make it even worse, Pizza Pizza was literally on the strain- same street and about as a minute walk from Garfield Eats. I was like, what terrible placement? How did the app work? He said, uh, I couldn't pay with my debit card. Yep. Just like we <laughs> predicted, even though your debit card is linked to a visa, please continue. Uh, hang on. Wait, I'm trying. Uh, I couldn't pay. The app is terrible. I couldn't pay with my debit card. And you can't pay with cash unless you literally go to the restaurant. <laughs> yes. Yep. Yep. Uber Eats will fix all these problems. That's the fun part. It's like, good move, Nathan. Credit where credit's due. Every single time people interviewed him, they would be like, why did you name it Garfield Eats? Are you trying to, like, say you're Uber Eats? And they'd be like, he'd be like, we are not trying to say we're like Uber Eats. We have a store. Uber Eats doesn't have a store. We have a store. But we also deliver your pizza just like Uber Eats does. But we're not Uber Eats. And now they're like, you know, we kept saying we're not on Uber Eats and we're not Uber Eats. Well, we're on Uber Eats, even though we're not Uber Eats. Dude, just from the beginning, be like, wait a minute. Somebody tweeted at us from Uber Eats, remember? A month or two ago. They tweeted us from Uber. What do you mean? Not from at Uber Eats, but... You're, you're right. You're right. I remember that. I don't know what I'm allowed to say. Did they message you? Or? No, just tell the story. Like, you don't have to say any names, but tell the story. I just remember a woman uh, messaged, not messaged me, but just made a tweet, tagged me in it that said, 
I have a friend who works for Uber Eats, and she's like an outreach manager or something, and her new job is to try and get Garfield Eats on Uber Eats. I was like, well, good luck with that. Turns out she succeeded. We have got to get... All right. If you're listening, girl who's friends with the girl who got Nathan onto Uber Eats, get in touch with us. We want to know how this deal went down. We want to know what the pitch was because I asked her to get in touch with me because I was going to be like, here's all the words you got to say in the meeting to get Nathan Masri on board. Enter gauging, farm to table, say your, say your QMR, say you hate QSR, and then all of a sudden he'll sign whatever you want and you could probably get a way larger percentage from him than you would get from a traditional restaurateur who is looking out for their bottom line. Also, just ask him for $100 and he'll probably give it to you. Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> um, before we wrap up our Garfield Eats talk, another thing that we found out a couple of weeks ago. Okay, so everyone's like, oh, it's the first... It's the world's first Garfield-themed pizza restaurant. Why did it take people so long to come with a Garfield-themed pizza restaurant? Since 40 years, Asterios. Yeah, exactly. We, we got Jim Davis on the TV going like, it's been 40 years since I found a partner that I was willing to work with, and I found him. He's uh, this rich kid uh, named Nathan Mather who sounds crazy and acts crazy. <laughs> Turns out... It is not the world's first Garfield-themed pizza restaurant. No! Because... There's another app on the App Store called Garfield Pizza. I got this text from a dude over in Europe. He said, Garfield Eats is not available in my country, but I found another Garfield delivery app. It's called Garfield Pizza. Right away, that's a much better name for a restaurant. Garfield Pizza. I know what they do. They sell pizza. Garfield is there. Garfield Eats. Only works if you know Uber Eats, which they weren't on until they were. But do they have a slogan as good as love me, feed me, don't lead me? I assume something like time <laughs> time is an illusion. <laughs> Stuff your face with lasagna. Uh, okay. Um, here's their tagline. Free delivery. Cool. That's a much <laughs> better tagline than love me, feed me, don't leave me. Because... Not only am I not scared, but now I know there's free delivery. It's the tagline that's also a product benefit. Garfield Pizza, please free delivery from the void. <laughs> yes, exactly. Goodness gracious. If anybody out there, uh, again, this was a dude who uh, he uh, WhatsApped me and I got listeners in Europe. Oh, yeah. If you're in Europe and you can't afford like an American text, my number uh, 347-705-7617. It is on WhatsApp. So you can just WhatsApp me. Um, and then another dude in Mexico sent us a picture of a Garfield-themed pizza restaurant. I'm looking for it. I can't find it. But this is... Okay, let me ask you a question. Yes. Do you think this is? these are licensed? Or do you think that... Like, do you think Jim Davis is really pimping out... Garfield this much, or do you think that this is just, like, the plumber down the road that uses a picture of Mario on their banner? Okay. First off, that's not Mario. That is Larzio. Completely different guy. Oh, of course. He just <laughs> happens to be in overalls that are a much darker red than, Mar than Mario's overalls. How could I be so silly? And instead of a big fluffy mustache, he has a pencil-thin pedoforks mustache. <laughs> Pedofork? Oh, we'll talk about that. I, oh, oh, I don't want to get too into fucking. I don't want to get too into fucking Chris Chan this week. But uh, yesterday we did record an episode of Christery, and I did listen to the Blues 
Can you say what? Can you say what happened? I was literally. I'm actually a 13 year old boy. You sick fuck. Yeah, I'm a 13 year old boy, Chris. <laughs> You've been having sex with me this whole time. I'm gonna give all your data to Chris Hansen. You fucking pedo fork. So you better get the fuck out now before I call the feds. Get the fuck out. We didn't talk about this on yesterday's episode. Okay, yeah, so by the way, Chris Re 3, we recorded yesterday. For those people who know, we went through the thing called the Blue Spike thing. Episode, I think Michael. The Blue Spike episode. I watched a video for the first time, but not the last time. I screamed, turn it off, turn it off, Sriracha, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. We didn't get to talk about this yesterday. So let's talk about it now. A little bit bonus Christery. Okay. Chris calls pedophiles. Pedoforks. Pe- pedoforks. <laughs> yeah, like a fork you'd eat Garfield shaped pizza with. Yeah. I know the answer is probably you don't know or why does he do anything, but why does he call them pedoforks? Um, Chris, you, you need to understand that Chris has a very, I think this is part of his Christian upbringing. He does not seem comfortable with sexual terminology okay and i think that this is just for example he calls vagina china and Mm. he refers to penises as pickles right and i think this is just an extension of the fact that he is uncomfortable saying sex words that have sexual connotations okay thank you that that actually now i'm thinking about navy (laughs) (sighs) julie julie Oh, Julie, Julie, Julie. After that, a lot of people just called their house and screamed Julie in the phone. How long until they changed their home phone number or decided to only get cell phones? I think they, uh, this was back in like 2000, early 2000s, so probably by now you can't call them and scream Julie. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, I'm not feeling great now. Um, uh, you mind if we just take a, just a quick break? Yeah. All right, that, we'll be right back. After this. Welcome back to the closing segment of the Loudest Podcast. Um, Sriracha, you brought up a really interesting question last night at the bar. Yeah. I've been wondering this for a while. I'm meaning to ask you, but I figured it'd make a good topic for the show. How much do your parents know about your online activity? Because your brother seems pretty down with it, but what about your parents? <laughs> well... Unfortunately, they know way too much. Really? My whole family knows way too much. Everyone in my family knows way too much. Every time I go to a to Christmas or something, the first thing my grandma asks me is like, why did you tweet this? Why did you say this? Your grandma's on Twitter? My grandma's on Facebook, but she's on, I mean, okay, so not tweet, but like, why did you post this? My grandma's on Facebook. My mom has a secret hidden Facebook name. Oh, yeah? That I created for her because she didn't want, like, her coworkers. She didn't want, like, people to find out about her. But she wanted people to snoop on everyone else. She wanted one-way Facebook snoopery. So I made a fake internet name. I took two names, uh, two names of popular characters from the TV show Days of Our Lives, <laughs> put them together... Like, her name is just, like, Blanche Kensington or something. Uh, I just, I found, like, just pictures off of the internet, and I just made them a profile pictures and shit. I've got, so many times, 
At family dinners, it's like, are you really going to fight this stranger? Oh, my God. That is hysterical. Yeah. And I'm just like, yes, I'm really going to fight the stranger. And then my dad's going like, my dad's like, well, he sounds like a crazy person. May- oh, by the way, my dad sounds exactly like Balky Bartakamos he from does. Strangers. He's the Greekest motherfucker that I ever did Greek. <laughs> yeah. So my dad's like, it seems like you want to fight a crazy person. Why do you want to beat him up so badly? If my he's son. Not- well, in the head, my son. My, he says, uh, he's like, my son is going to fight a crazy person on the internet. That is, and he does call me my son. He does. Like, my dad is the original guy who said the phrase, my friend. Like, my friend, my son. He calls me his son number one because I'm his oldest son. Aww. So he'll be like, my son number one is going to beat up a crazy person from the internet. And I think it's okay because I don't like what the crazy person says and does, but I worry about my son. This is gonna sound, this is gonna sound so stereotypical. I'm making it up. This conversation we had was at a literal lamb roast on Greek Easter. I mean, it's pretty hard to fuck up a donair. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> yeah, because I'm remembering where I was sitting. I was sitting on the deck. My nieces were next to me. My nieces. We're so excited about this fight. They were like, you're going to kick the shit out of him, right? Yeah, Uncle I'm sure Asterio? that two-year-old said that. They don't, I, one of them was like 14, one of them was 16. Like they're, like, they're saying this while they're on their phones. They are straight up out of a commercial about a family that doesn't connect enough. They're on their phones all the time. But they're like, are you going to kick this guy's ass, Uncle Asterios? And I'm like, we'll see, we'll see. During the whole, here's a word you don't want to hear your aunt pronounce. Lawsuit. Oh no. Yeah. You don't want here's something that you don't want to hear either either your aunt from Trinidad or your aunt from Greece say, and I've heard them both say. Here's how they here's how they pronounce it. See if you can guess which is from which country. Asterios! How is the lawsuit? How is it going with the bad guy with the lawsuit? Or Asterios, how is the lawsuit going? Asterios, come over here. I'm gonna pick the Jamaican one for the for the Trinidad one. Yeah, yeah you're right. And that wasn't even a very good Jamaican accent. No, that it's not. that sounded a lot like Dracula. Asterios, are you going to suck his blood? See, that blah. is fucking. That is absolutely fascinating to me. What? That your parents actually know what you're up to because mine don't know anything. Re- wait, wait. How do you know that? Uh, I know that because, okay, so my parents do not understand the internet mm-hmm. My on two different levels. So my mom is fucking infuriating because not only does she not understand the internet, but she thinks she does understand the internet, which is so much worse because, like, to her, to my parents, n- the world did not go past, like, a time ended in 1975. Understood. They have no fucking idea. My mom is so, like, anti. She's not on any social media. Thank Christ. Uh, my dad is on Facebook, and he refuses to friend me because he's constantly posting shit he should not be posting. Like, like pictures with guns that he's not allowed to own because he's a felon, and just... He's constantly getting hacked. And the only reason that I know this is because he's like, I won't friend you and I won't friend your brother. But he posts everything like, you know, how you can change who sees it. Yeah. Everything he posts is totally public. 
So I can see just constantly getting hacked, constantly like these links, like watch my sexy videos here all over his wall. He doesn't know how to delete it. No, that uh, pictures of his dogs, pictures of him with guns and drugs. (laughs) How old is your dad? Coming up uh, either light. He's not retirement age. He's like in his mid 50s. (laughs) Okay. Your dad is like a 50-year-old teenager. He really is. My dad does not understand the internet, but at least my dad is open about that he doesn't understand it and he doesn't want to understand. Like, occasionally he'll call me and he'll be like, can you... Because I started torrenting him. He works as a security guard and he doesn't have jack shit to do because he does the overnight shift. So what he does is he just sits there and he watches movies on his laptop and he's like, Sarancha, can you uh, download me Happy Days? <laughs> it's email. It's like, I'll torrent them and send them to him. And I'll be like, Dad, do you want me to show you how to do this? He's like, no, I don't want to fucking learn and just do it for me. <laughs> like, or, you know what? At least you're honest. You're torrenting Happy Days? I'm torrenting that uh, War of the Worlds. He's wanted he, every fucking week. He asked me to torrent World of the, War of the Worlds. And I say, Dad, I just torrented War of the Worlds for you last week. He's like, yeah, but I can't find it on my computer. Which War of the Worlds? The original, not the one with Tom Hanks. Or Tom Cruise. Yeah, whatever. Oh, I'm just saying. Before you get corrected. Uh, okay. War of the Worlds? War of the Worlds? There's like 20 different versions. The reason I ask is like there's like 20 different versions of War of the Worlds. Is it? Are you sure he's asking for that? Is he asking maybe for something else? No, because he's happy when I give it to him. Oh, okay. The 1978 version. He's like, oh, thank you. And then next week he'll be like, Sriracha, I can't find where I put the War of the Worlds. Will you send me another download? Fine. He thinks that they're like papers. Like you can lose things on a computer. Right, right, right. You're... Okay. <laughs> I've never put together before that your dad is essentially like the Fonz. Like, your dad is like, if the Fonz were in real life and got old, your dad is constantly posting on Facebook with pictures of guns and drugs. Your dad wants to look cool. He you know does. what I mean? He does. His Facebook, you could screenshot his Facebook and submit it as like a seminar of things you should not have on your social media profile. It's so interesting to me that your dad, because like my parents and me, I'm not, I'm not sure if you could tell, like the three of us have given up on cool. It's just like, it's not going to happen for us. My dad, the biggest reason my dad does not like guests at the house. He told me this once. He was like, cause I was like, Hey, can I bring, it was not you. It was like another girl, like 10 years ago. I was like, Hey, can I bring my girlfriend over? And my dad went, ah, when people are over, I can't sit around in my underwear. <laughs> and I was like, "Hell yeah, brother! Me too." Yeah, I was like, "That's the most relatable thing I've ever heard in my life." Like, um, all my mom wants to do is watch soap operas, which she knows are stupid and she knows are ridiculous. Like, I remember one time I was a kid, there was a plot in an episode of a soap opera where there was like two twin priests who were also vampires. One was good and one was evil. And I'm trying to get into these soap operas as a kid because I'm like, my mom likes soap operas. I want to spend more time with my mom. I'm going to try to get into these soap operas. And I'm like, and I'm into sci-fi as a kid. I'm into like Babylon 5. So I'm like, oh, neat. There are soap operas where they have magic powers. I was like, mom, tell me what other kind of cool stuff are in these soap operas. Like, are there aliens? Is there anyone from space? Like, does anybody have like mental powers? And I'm not trying to be a dick. And my mom's just like, 
Go to your room. She wasn't like, go to your room like you're in trouble. She was like, we're not watching soap operas together anymore. Because I was bringing up things that were making her feel embarrassed about the things she was watching. Well, like she's watching it and she's like, a guilty pleasure. Like, I know that this is stupid and I don't want my son to know I'm watching this garbage. Yes, exactly. <laughs> but now when I go home, all I do is like I sit down and I'm like, Mom, it's almost time for your Bravo shows and all your favorite Bravo celebrities. And then I'll sit there. We'll watch The Real Housewives. We'll watch The, the Doctors in Love, Married to Medicine. And then we'll, <laughs> wa- we'll watch. And then we'll watch uh, the what's the other show? Uh, watch What Happens Live. And then my, and then my tally can control the TV and we'll just watch Gunsmoke. That was great. One time we were in Florida and your mom, I just, I have one very specific, very cozy memory of just like laying on the couch, drunk as fuck with your mom, watching Married to Medicine. It was yes. fantastic. I remember you kept asking, are they married to doctors or are they, are these ladies married to doctors or are they doctors who are married to non-doctors or are they doctors married to doctors? You were just like, who is the medicine they're married no, to? No, see, because I thought, I thought, when, with the title Married to Medicine, you were married, the, the joke is that you're married to your career. Like, right. you don't have a man. But I'm watching them plan weddings. I'm like, how is she married to medicine if she's married to just a guy named Josh? Yeah, I believe the answer was all three things are true. Some of them are married to doctors. Some of them are married to their careers. And like some of them are just friends of people who are the, yeah it was married to medicine in every possible in every possible combination of the term my mom has asked me so many no and my mom does not know jack it is so refreshing thank to me god to hear about like you i can be open with your parents about this my mom has no fucking idea what's going on my mom doesn't even know what i do for work because to my mom my mom is a nurse so to my mom a job is somewhere that you go for eight hours and then you come home she has no fucking idea about the internet or anything she has no idea what i do for a living she has no idea. I tell her when I'm traveling places, but I have tried so many times to explain what a podcast is that I've just given fucking up. And I'm like, uh, Asterios does a comedy show and I do tech support. <laughs> That's what I do because I don't want to say that I also do the comedy show because then the next qu- I made that mistake once. And she was like, why do you have to be in uh, where where was it? Ugh, fuck. Atlanta. Why do you have to be in Atlanta? Couldn't they just hire somebody local? And I was like, oh, well, I'm going to be on the show. And she was like, can I listen to the show? And I was like, absolutely the fuck not. You cannot. Yeah, you're fucking right. <laughs> because, Hope- And the only reason that I say that is because my mom hates swears. She has this weird aversion, like to the point where I remember watching as a teenager Hell's Kitchen on TV and they bleep out whenever he swears. And I remember angrily coming in and shutting it off and being like, we're not watching this garbage. (laughs) By the way, for people who are trying to envision Sriracha's mom, I know it's a little confusing because she often talks about how she has a Japanese parentage. Um... Her mom looks like the mom from that 70s show. Yeah. That is what her mom looks like. Her mom acts like some kind of cyber ninja mom who's just like, who sees Gordon Ramsay and like terminates program. Yeah. Like her mom is also a pretty brilliant medical practitioner. She's been a nurse for decades and they don't let you be a nurse for decades unless you are good. Like her mom... And her dad, for that matter, are both like 
highly skilled professionals. But like like some of the story like, like some of the stories you've told me in the past about your dad running security. Yeah, my uh, we dad We don't need to get into it, but I thought those were cool stories. My dad used to have a very very lucrative career in security. Yeah. But then he went crazy, started doing crimes and drugs. Your dad and your mom are both highly skilled professionals, but I think something that happens to highly skilled professionals like your dad, like a very, very good private security officer, private security chief, is they eventually want to, like, rebel. Because truly exceptional people need something to, like, rebel against. You know what I mean? Dude, my dad is not truly exceptional at any level. <laughs> Neither of my parents are. <laughs> I think they... Look, there's the stories I've heard. I think they are. Oh, actually, unfortunately, we are right out of time. Um... Is there anything you want to promote or you want to say before we go? Uh, if you're coming to BrodyCon, shoot me a message. It's going to be great. Let's throw a party. Yes! <laughs> throw a party. I don't know how that would work. But every year I end up at some kind of party with BrodyCon. Yeah, let's let's organize that. It'd be fun. Yeah, I was thinking you could call it like Sriracha's Sexy Sleepover. And then in parentheses, there will be no sleeping over. In parentheses, it will not be sexy. In parentheses, it will be in the Hilton Ballroom. (laughs) It will be at the bar in the Hilton. Just like something. If you're going to be at BronyCon, uh, this is the last BronyCon, by the way. So if you were ever going to go to BronyCon... Now this is the is time to do it. One chance to go to BronyCon. Uh, get in touch with Sarancha. If, if you don't have her Twitter, uh, her Twitter uh, is, uh, how do you spell it? At delete your, you are A-C-C-O-N-T, a cunt. Yes, at delete your account. And if you can't find it, just tweet at me and because she's running my Twitter account now. Hell yeah. Because I just, I gave up. I can't do it. It makes me too upset. I, I have a theory that Twitter is now the new 4chan because it is just anonymous people going crazy and trying to trigger you. Shit posting. It's like if you dumped a bunch of, yeah, no. It's like Twitter, like, at one point, Twitter used to be cool, and now it's just, like, anonymous bullshit. Anyway, that's a whole other topic for a whole other day. That's it for the Loudest Podcast. Uh, Don't forget, everybody, that we will be in Orlando and Miami. Both me and Sarantia will be performing both nights. Uh, You can get tickets at twitter.com slash Asterios. We will be in Orlando Friday. July 26th and Miami Saturday July 27th you buy tickets at twitter.com slash stairs at the pin tweet that's it have a good night bye bye